0: Welcome back, everybody, to a special Friday edition of the Call it Some Action Podcast. It's a beautiful day, actually, outside. What do you? What are the vibes like, Jeremy? How are, How are you feeling? Vibes are great. We did it. We What did we do? We got back to two episodes oh, in a week. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm proud of us. Yes, we did. Uh, we, we set our mind to it. We got it done. It, yeah. It might be three o'clock on the Friday afternoon, it's but all right. we, we still got two shows. There.
1: Two shows yeah. this week, and uh, back on tr- Officially back on track. Yeah. Until next week. We'll. We're gonna we'll get see. it. We're gonna get we'll it see. done. We're gonna get it done. Yeah. Uh, right. Like you said, we're we're staring out. The sun is actually out. Uh, haven't seen that in a while. I know. Uh, makes you feel
0: good. It does. It does. You got any big plans? for So the weekend? two shows. We got oh. two shows. The sun is out.
1: I mean, yeah, the weekends.
0: The weekends. It's right right the lining corner. up to be yep. something special. It's actually supposed to be like forty-five. Like nice. this weekend, I feel like that's kind of warm. Well, so. it's gonna be hot tonight
1: because you know what. We got Kent State Buffalo on national oh, television. Wow, smooth, smooth <laughs> transition. I told you, e. man. The, the sun the, just the brings out tran- the best. The transition king. Uh, yeah, we do have some Mac hoops on tonight. Uh, nice. That's how I'm going to start my weekend. Yeah, sounds, I don't know if, if there's any other way possible
0: that you could. No, nope, but I'm starting mine with softball, and uh, yeah, you're going to watch softball tomorrow. Nah, no, no. Oh, no. Wow. I got you.
1: Oh, you're just talking from a yeah, work yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I'm excited about watching tonight's game. It's an ESPN two game. Uh, Kent feels good. It feels good
0: when we're on national TV, of course. I like it. Yeah,
1: and Kent Buffalo is always a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, Where's the game? It's at Kent. Okay, and nice. uh, you know they always pack that place, yeah, and it's Max always Center a good. Uh, it's it's always a good kind of viewing experience. I feel like you yeah. know you get the bright colors. You got. I, I like it. I I've like
0: never it. seen a game there actually. What? I know. Well, well, we got to change that. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. We got we got to get you a
1: lot of places. I do, but that's the closest kind uh, of. Yeah, there in
0: terms of. Places I haven't been to see a game, yeah. For sure.
1: So, um, that's how I'm going to start the weekend. And then I'm going to roll that right into Saturday with mm-hmm. more hoops. More hoops. Got to stay yeah. on top of it these days. Yep. Got teams... Uh, Clinching. F- vying for those first-round buys. Yep. And, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, exciting. We got five or six games, depending on the team, left and all in division. Like we talked about uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then... I don't know. After all that, I'll need a day to relax on Sunday. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna pick up the fight this weekend? No. The uh, Wilder no. Fury fight. No. No. My last boxing match I got really
0: into is Tyson Holyfield. <laughs> wow, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, all right. I and and yeah, when I that was it. over, I, that was it. I respect it. It's uh, you know. I've watched some other. It's but a big fight. I it. You, c- you, you watch Stipe when he's on. I watch Stipe. sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. That's not. I know. Yeah. But it's still still fighting. Yeah. Okay.
1: But he's just—he's from. I, I get it. He's you're from the area. That's the not a reason I would fine. watch.
0: Um. Yeah, it's. I, I know that that's a big thing yeah. going on this uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you're. Uh. Yeah. I think so. Take? Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do yet because part of me actually wants to like sit down and be able to watch the fight, and you can't really do that at like a bar. Mm. But I'm sure a ton of people will go out and watch it since it's free at the bar. You, well you, you, you what you
1: got to do is do the thing where you log on to Periscope and you watch someone else's. Yeah, they, dude, they've been and trying to—they've
0: sure. been tracking down on that. So I'm it's sure not they as have. Uh, reliable these days. I'm but sure they're on to <laughs> it. I'm sure they're on what to it. What was it, it? when the—I uh, forget what—I think it was like a McGregor fight or something where they watched it through some guy's glasses. Oh wow! Like like it was just a video of a guy. But you could see the reflection of the fight no through, through his glasses. Are you kidding like, me? I swear to God, there was like a million people watching through this guy's glasses. Creativity. Uh, yeah. That's that's huge. That's point how on you don't get caught. Creativity. That's how you don't get caught.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they've <laughs> shut that down and they're on to that. But I've yeah. seen I've seen a lot of different ways uh, because I believe that's sort of how I may have watched the Stipe okay. last fight. Nice. Um May or may not. It was very quick, well, so uh, yeah. you couldn't really shut anyone down yeah. with that one. Yeah, it it was, was like, yeah, yeah that bad. was nice. Yeah, uh,
0: but yeah. Well, don't incriminate yourself because uh, you know. I we, didn't air it. I'm just. That's true. I'm just browsing. <laughs> just browsing. Perusing Periscope. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I um got a lot of got a lot of hoops going on. Yeah. I mean, that's really all. Yeah, we had a big we week. Uh, the other day, we we spent. Uh, better half
1: of a day over at the field house. Yep. And uh, things are looking good. Oh, they sure are. People are going to be excited. I love it. We've, we've seen kind of some of the bells and whistles. We got to do a run through. Uh, got to see some of the signage, digital signage
0: yep. and, and more over at the building and it's I just love being in that bowl man yeah. it, it is it is cool when you're sitting down on the floor and seeing everything get changed and and all that stuff yeah. throughout this uh throughout the bowl it's pretty Well sweet. now that they've
1: made everything LED yeah it's it's like there's a <laughs> it's crazy that in that whole building there's literally a guy sitting in a corner or you could just text him and he's got an iPad and he's just like oh yeah I'll just switch the whole arena around yep yeah and that's where we've gotten to and it's pretty cool to see in fact, we were filming some stuff, and they needed to change the TVs. I send an email, and boom, mm-hmm. done. And it's it's crazy. Cut so, easy. Um, yeah, those, those that building is so um, digitized and oh, good word. Yeah, and and, and is really looking good with all the Mac sign. They have it. They had it all out for us, and sure and and uh, it looks really really solid. So, kind of got me feeling. Got you like ready, it's, huh? It's ready. Yeah. Once you see that in the building, we've been talking about, but once you see kind of the signage popping up in the building and um, and and it all looking good and doing the run throughs, it's like let's yeah. let's get there. And I
0: mean, we've talked about it how we have you know championships coming up ne- next week, but uh, I mean, our main focus here is is sticking in Cleveland and and we're getting yeah, ready for, for us this too. tournament. Yeah, yeah for, for us, us too. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's that's the name of the game. Many others have. You know, they're just not behind the microphone, right? Right, <laughs> but right. they're but they're off to championships and and uh, getting set for like you said, swimming, track and field. uh and, and and two we have. Yeah,
0: I mean, we're excited to bring those to you as well. I mean, yeah. we'll have all the oh, yeah. all the stuff through social and and uh, you know, what and do hopefully you, what get
1: some post interviews. You know, yeah. from, from champions oh, sure. and yeah. see what kind of
0: plays out. We definitely will, uh, and, and definitely get them will. on
1: there because uh, I love hoops. We both do, but you know, we need to. You sometimes throw a little change-up in there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so I'm I'm excited to kind of see who takes home our track and swimming titles. And then yeah, we after that, we have gymnastics and wrestling coming up. Yep. Um, Doesn't stop. Doesn't stop after basketball, that's for sure. You no, know, golf started. Yep. And uh, back up, I should say, because they already played in the fall. But, uh, yeah, just a lot going on. And um, it was it was just cool being over at the – Oh yeah! At the thing, and then last night we had a great event. We did. We had a great event uh, to promote the, once again our hops and hoops ticket offer. Yep. Um, one if you didn't listen to previous shows, for twenty dollars you get a session ticket and your first drink at uh, from, what? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna cut that. That no, was just dumb. me messing up. Yep. Uh, yeah, a session <laughs> ticket plus uh, your first drink on us uh, for twenty bucks at the Mac tournament. Um I know probably a lot of people are waiting to see when you know if my are is my team gonna be there and what session are they gonna be on. I'll tell in, you what, doesn't matter. Set. Come come yeah. see
0: come see some basketball yeah. man. Well, It'll
1: be fun. The 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 huge part of that story is that we had a great event. Yeah. We had um we had a we had a packed house. Yeah, I'll just call say, it a yeah, packed yeah. house. I would I would definitely say and um of Cleveland sports professionals and just people in the area that uh, came out to kind of support the MAC and support this uh, promotion that we're running. Yeah. And uh, it was right in the warehouse district here um, downtown. And
0: d- it was cool. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's kind of a cool topic to talk about, just how close-knit um, we are with the certain sports professional yeah. and development type of side that we have here in Cleveland, just whether it's you know professional sports teams or, or other agencies that try to get involved in – in in sports around Cleveland and what we do and drive people to Cleveland, uh, the the events and the other things that we do, is, it's really a tight knit community. I mean, yeah. we were we were talking for, you know, an hour and a half with with different people from around the city and and stuff like that. So, a really a really cool event and yeah. something that we really like to continue to build along with this you know marketing thing that we're yeah. doing for the tournament.
1: And with the sports professionals, that is something you know that we enjoy doing once a month, no matter what yep. the the uh, cause is. And like you said, it's good. It's not just the professional teams here. No. And in, in no, Cleveland not at and, um, and, uh, I mean, we had people from right down the road, Cleveland States, right down the road. Mm-hmm. and Just because it's Cleveland state, they have, they have Mac grads working in that office, you know? And, and you hear them, like, even though they work for a different school that might not be in our conference, although they are for wrestling, um, that they're excited about the tournament cause yep. they're Mac grads and we have NACDA here in town and we have the Cleveland sports commission and um, you know, you can go on and uh, e- even people from Top Golf that yep. are, that is new here in the area, uh, they all come out and, and it's amazing when you start talking to these people that, Oh yeah, well I went to Ohio or I went to Bowling Green. Oh, yeah. Know, it's, it's and, so, uh, it's so common. Yeah. It's, it's and so awesome. to get people to come out and not only because we're all kind of in the same boat cause we deal with the same kind of events and we're, we're putting those on sports wise in the, the, in the whole sports world. It's just, like you said, tight-knit, and uh, everyone kind of has the same kind of, I won't say struggles, but you,
0: you're able to relate yeah. on a lot oh, of different absolutely. things. Yeah. So, no, it's uh, nice to get out cool. and, and, and talk to different people, but I'm glad you yeah. brought up top golf because I did do that this weekend. First time ever. How'd you do? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. I didn't, I didn't need to ask, but I <laughs> thought just for this, I thought no, my I would. No, dad, my dad kicked my ass. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> And uh, that's just the way it goes. That's what we got him for Christmas. We got him, a, you know, a, like a day out to Top Golf. So yep. uh, it was packed. We went on Monday, which was President's Day. Yep. Uh, so uh, he had the day off. So we got to go out there and uh, hit some balls, have some food, and uh, it was a good time. D- Did you d- despite despite not doing well, we had a good time. Did you ever hit one of the targets on the fly?
1: On the fly. I don't mean rolling one in there.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you did? Yes, I did. <laughs> but there were I mean there were so few. Like it was I think <laughs> I think I had to bring out um some of my irons to to actually hit one. Yeah. Cuz okay. my driver was not was not good. Well, hey, <laughs> so I can't wait. I can't wait to go there together. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I, at least there's
1: things to like you said, the food and drink and kind of camaraderie <laughs> yeah, that no, you don't even, have to focus on the, the golf.
0: Yeah. Even, I mean, it's just fun going out there and swinging for stuff, you That's know, it's cool. Yeah. I know. I need to get. When it's I've,
1: I've been to the new one, but, mm-hmm. uh, here in town, but yeah, I'd, I, uh, I've been watching a little more golf. I'm, oh yeah. I'm back. It's I'm back. back in, um, after taking a couple of months off. And for those listening, like I'm, I'm pretty religious. I mean, mm-hmm. Thursday you through are. Sunday, no matter the tournament, not just the majors. I, I love watching golf and, uh, and I kinda started it with the uh the waste gen- managed waste, oh, yeah, management waste management a couple then, of weeks ago and then, then watched Genesis. The Genesis and mm-hmm. then uh the WGC
0: Mexico um, nice this week. So yeah. uh yeah, well, you know. You kinda talk like well for a golf a golf I think you could broadcast golf well. Oh yeah? Yeah. You got that soothing voice. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I would love to. <laughs> Me and Jim Nance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, that would be awesome. And fun to do. A, a dream for... That would be sweet to do it would golf be cool. commentary with Jim Nance. I mean, <laughs> would we'd be cool. severely outclassed, but <laughs> it would be it would be a lot and of fun. The guy has a par three in his backyard. Yeah, so. that's the
1: coolest thing ever. Yeah, uh, I have a putting green in my office, kind of. I have to use the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really putting green, I guess. It's not very challenging either. Nothing green yeah. about it. No, uh, absolutely not. But anyway. Yeah, let's get digress. into our guests. Yeah, let's let's talk to today's guest. So um, Elton Alexander. Uh, Elton has been covering... The Mac for can we say
0: eons? Sure, you can say as Ages. long as you want. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, a long he's time.
1: He's an aficionado. We mm-hmm. asked him prior to the interview. He is, uh, he he's a guy with story after story. I feel like uh, we could have talked to him about of a, v- a lot of different topics. Oh yeah, we and could I'm have sure had him on for uh, a full, a yeah. full hour probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. we and we we spent almost close to an hour <laughs> with him. But <laughs> but we did talk to Elton. Elton um, still very much following our league and basketball and just uh, he's he was a fixture he's he's been a fixture he'll be back at the tournament this year but he did work for the Cleveland Plain Dealer here in town and um, now he's he's just freelancing but still covering the Mac and still very much engaged in our conference and uh, again he has great stories he has great insight into the league and with that said let's get into it Elton Alexander. Now, I'd like to welcome into the call to action podcast a a longtime friend of the conference and Mac basketball Mac everything I'll say aficionado uh, Elton Alexander Elton how you doing
2: I'm good how about yourself
1: doing well thanks for taking the time to jump on here with us uh, how how long have you covered the conference
2: uh, I first started in eighty. 80- I
0: think, 1984, 1985, in there. Wow, it's ten years
1: before I was born. Oh, don't say that. Man. Hey. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, and I'm, I'm up there now, but I was three then. So yeah, I was. Uh, wow, that's so. You have seen uh, a fair share of a well, a lot of things in this conference. This show today yeah. we're focusing on uh, basketball, but um, wow. I mean, I guess first question we didn't have this written down, but how how is the league just from, from when you started covering it till today uh, transformed uh, in, in your eyes?
2: Um, in some ways the same, and in some ways uh, uh, much different and better. The same in the sense that there always seems to be a team or two that by the end of the year is, is better to much, much better than they were at the start of – even conference play, much much less the beginning of the season. It, the league has always been pretty good, uh, or league coaches, I think you have to say, uh, have always been pretty good. Somewhere along the line, some team every year always ends up being, again by the by the end of the season, uh, much better than than uh, people anticipated. I'm not talking about to use an example. I'm not talking about necessarily an in uh, uh, inaccurate uh, from this year. A team which, by the way, I thought was going to be just what they are, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of other people didn't. Um, but a team like Eastern Michigan, where people were just had them dead in the water, but the second half of the season, as you've heard me say time and time again over the years, you know the league doesn't start the conference the conference championship doesn't start till valentine's day Mm -hmm. and (laughs) uh, and i think that's pretty much uh bearing itself out once again so i think from that regard that's the same i think what's different is the league is much deeper now usually back when i first started you'd identify one team maybe two teams and then by the end of the year like i say you'd have a third team now most years you go in you can Pretty much point to four, maybe even five teams that are should be in the mix, and then by the end of the year, a sixth or a seventh, or maybe one of those four or five drop off, and another one moves up. But you at least have, you know, five to probably a half dozen teams, just like this year, that are really pretty good right. and capable of of winning the championship, maybe the uh, or excuse me, winning the tournament, maybe the championship because of early struggles or whatever is out of the reach, But in terms of, you know, and again, I'll use Eastern Michigan as an example, in terms of winning a MAC tournament, you know, right now they're as viable as anybody else you want to put up on
0: the board. Yeah, I kind of want to put you on the spot. I mean, you mentioned there's five to six teams that can compete for a championship this year. Who do you think, in your mind, comes out on top?
2: Regular season or
0: tournament? Uh, i will take both. Yeah, we'll, we'll go regular
1: season first. How, how do you see that shaking out?
2: Well, I... I still think Akron is probably the, the they've been the most consistent team. Uh, you know, they're solid. They got a good player that's that's uh, leading them. I mean he he quite frankly, he's a guy I had big question marks about going into the year. Uh Lauren Jackson mm-hmm. uh and he's definitely erased that. I thought if, I thought he was there, going to be their weakness and he's he's their strength. uh, uh and like I said, they've been very very consistent over the course of the year, um, so I think you got to ride with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think Bowling Green obviously is there. I think Buffalo is coming on, yeah. Uh, and, and I think Eastern Michigan. And I think those four teams right now. If I had to pick four, those would be my my four teams. As usual, uh, you know, picking picking the MAC tournament winner is <laughs> is almost uh, ludicrous to do it until you see the bracket yep. uh because of what we said before. I mean, I've seen years where three of the top four teams are in one bracket right and 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 the other team will rise up, and maybe that 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 hot team that we were talking about earlier you know is in a soft bracket as well so um, you know, or you get a hot player yeah, uh, you,
1: you
0: yeah know, we've you seen know, that.
2: We've seen that uh over a couple of years where uh what was the kid against uh, eight State a couple years ago really got hot
0: and uh Jalen Walker. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Walker Jaylen,
2: Walker, got Jaylen Walker gets hot. Uh, you know, besides Jimmy Hall who was playing at at an elite level himself, now all of a sudden you 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 know, you got something that's tough to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh and and that's happened more often than uh than you want to say in the Mac tournament. So uh, you know, picking a You know, I, I will I won't pick a champion, but I will think, will say I think the four best teams and the four I think three of the four teams in the in the semifinals are going to be some combination of Akron, Bowling Green, Buffalo, and Eastern Michigan. All right. Uh All right. Uh, I, you know there may be you know something may happen an injury or something that may flip the script a little bit. But I think three of those four teams, in some kind of combination, are going to be your playing for the playing in the semifinals, and then go from there.
1: Yeah, you've been a part of this uh, tournament since moving here to Cleveland, and you've seen it a, a number of different ways. Are you a uh, all twelve teams to Cleveland guy, or do yeah. you like the current format?
2: Nope, all twelve. Like nope. I, the absolute best day of the MAC tournament the The defining day still of the Mac tournament was the very first year when uh, every game was decided by a last second shot. and all twelve teams were here, and I mean you you, you just went up and down the uh, I mean you said it, it it wore you out just to sit and watch the game, <laughs> the the emotional up and down of every game that day. At uh, uh, you know a arena was just amazing. Yeah, uh, it it was it was amazing in the fact of the quality of play, the depth of play, the talent that was there. Uh, you know, it was such a and, and back then it, it was really interesting because people the way the tickets were set up, you bought your tickets, you bought your day tickets. Folks were leaving and coming back, leaving and coming back, leaving and coming back, uh, you know, in, in the office building, you know, swapping tickets, yep. you know, uh, uh, with with some of their friends. Hey, you got to go see this. Yep. Hey, I mean, to, to to walk the lobby between games up in, in the area, it was really a defining day, defining moment for the Mac tournament that, that I don't think has been –
1: Eclipse it. yeah I I was in the crowd I remember it like it was yesterday all those games uh yeah yeah, it was incredible um I mean we you know even when we have eight teams here you could get four games that are that close throughout a day uh yeah and and you you get that excitement we've seen over the years countless things that will stick with you and memories and game winners and all that that's that's what tournaments are all about but I was just curious uh you know with if you're uh you know, give give those teams a buy, and they deserve a buy from the regular season think, and what they've I, you done. You
2: know, I think I think in and of it, I think teams do deserve a buy. Don't don't yeah. get me wrong there. I I think I think your top teams deserve a buy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like the, the I like the format now, which is pretty much what it was early on. The best four teams get the four seeds, regardless of. Of divisions. I know folks go up and down, but I like divisions. I think there's a, I think there's a a value to divisions in this conference. I think it's one of the few conferences that remains like that's a throwback to what Mm -hmm. basketball, football conferences do. It was, it's a regional conference. It's a bus league. Everything is connected. Every, you know, you go to, uh, 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 other than the ACC, but even the ACC is somewhat watered down now. But, you know, a lot of these conferences, you know, teams only have one rival, and then they play six, seven, eight other teams that, you know, don't don't even care about. You know, here, teams have a primary rival, a secondary rival, maybe somebody else they just don't like because of what happened Mm -hmm. last year or two years ago. You know, so – Every game has a layer of of uh, emotion to it uh, that that I think a lot of conferences just don't have.
0: Well, I uh, I know we talked a lot about the teams so far, but I kind of want to get your take on a few uh, individuals that have really stood out to you um, this season. If you have maybe three or four guys you would yeah, you would yeah. know right off the bat that would be on your All MAC first. Yeah, team. Yeah,
1: who's your All MAC first team right now? I mean, we have five Ooh. six games to
0: go, but um,
1: yeah, who who would you have on there?
2: Well, I think you got to put Jackson on there, Mm -hmm. Lauren Jackson. Uh, uh, I think uh, Teague at at Ball State, I I, I think he he goes there. Um, uh, As you know, I'm a little bit off center with a lot of folks when it comes to picking some of these, but (laughs) I think the kid at OU, Preston, I think he, you know, I doubt if he takes off. I thought if he makes first team, but I would, I would vote him first team. Yeah,
1: he's having uh, a great year, no doubt.
2: Yeah, uh, That's three, as uh, uh, strange as strange as as it is to say, I think, uh, uh, and as good as as Buffalo is playing of late, I can't put my finger on one particular player that I would pull out of that mix and put on first team. Mm-hmm. But fair. I think they got. I think they got first-team quality players. Mm-hmm. If that makes if yeah. that makes sense, no doubt. Uh, 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 Marion Jackson, you know, I'd have to give him some heavy thought. Well yep. uh, uh Eugene German at at Northern uh, uh, Illinois, I got to give him some some conversation. Yeah. I mentioned Jack Lauren Jackson, obviously at the top. Uh, I I think I think a kid that that. May or may not, depending on how he ends up down the stretch, struggle getting on first team. But I, I think I would consider voting first team. Not so much because of of, of his, I don't want to say it, of, of his overall production, although I think that's solid. But just the fact of what he's kind of come through, and that's that's the kid against a Pippin. I mean, that kid's been hurt, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, with those knees and those knee injuries and whatever, uh, it, it, you know, for him to, you can look at, you can, I mean, sometimes when you watch him play, you can tell when he's gassed and you can tell when he's got a little bit more in the tank, maybe than the game before or the next game after. I mean, it's just, I don't want to say painfully obvious, but clearly obvious that, you know, this is, this has been a bit of a, a struggle for him, but he's still averaging what I think twelve, thirteen points a game, and yeah. maybe eight or nine rebounds a mm-hmm. game. Yeah, um, which is you know, which for him, you know, even if he was healthy, would be solid. Now, again, you know, you can argue, and I'm not so saying I wouldn't bow to your argument, you know, for other players, but he's somebody I would definitely, you know, be on my short list to consider if I started. I, you know, I'd have to go back. If I could put out seven or eight guys, then he might end up being eliminated at some point. But he'd be in my mix of conversation, let's put it that way.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: I mean, What's uh, that? That's about five or six. Yeah, yeah
1: right about, right about five or yeah. yeah. You're, get, you're getting uh, through it.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, and then you still got a guy like DeLeo and uh, McKay up in Central Michigan. I think they they belong in the And i tell you another guy that – Again, we got six or seven games to go. He could rise even higher in the conversation. It's Tory at uh, at Eastern Michigan, mm-hmm. and how he's playing. Yeah, uh, you know he's playing pretty well. So, uh, you know, there's there's some guys out there. You know, put it this way: if you were to ask me who's automatic right now, I'd say Lauren Jackson, Teague, and Teague for sure. Those okay. two guys, I think, are probably automatic i like
0: I it think, leave it up in the air
2: <laughs> and i think a couple you know you'll probably get a strong argument for marion jackson at, at mm-hmm. toledo as well but beyond after that you know those two you know i'd say for sure but i think for the next three spots you can probably come up with six or seven guys
1: yeah it'll be so, interesting how it always is yeah. I like we, yeah. we try to tend to stay away from our uh Opinions on the podcast, as yep. you know how it goes. We we, yeah. we try to keep it as neutral. So to hear you come on, that's one thing we wanted to ask and just get your take on, uh, you know how uh, you see things. But I mean, there's there's guys out there. A lot a lot of the guys you've mentioned um, are are will be back next year too. Uh, I mean, right. not all of them, but there there's a well, there's well, a you let, know a let, presence.
2: Let let's let, hope. Oh. Okay. Yep. Oh, and one guy I didn't mention was uh, Justin Turner at Bowling Green. I yeah, I forget him. You know, I forgot about him. You know, he belongs in that conversation too. Yeah, uh, And he he he's, he's somewhat like uh, like uh, uh, Pippen with his injuries and stuff. So yep. you know, if you if you're going to hold that criteria with Pippen, you certainly have to put that criteria with him. Yeah. So you know, so that's another you know guy that that you have to think that think about seriously yep. so it's hey there's some guys and again you know depending on what happens to look around you know I struggle finding an individual like I said with Buffalo but I think mm-hmm. they got a lot of the first first team all mat caliber players so I don't know who if I would vote for any of them per se as you say trying to pull one out of the bunch but I think that team is still Pretty good, pretty yep,
1: loaded, no doubt. And and that was kind of my next question. You you've outlined kind of who you thought would be in the semifinals. Uh, what's one or two teams once we get to tournament? I know you mentioned you got to see the bracket and everything, but who who's built as that like dark horse team? You think uh, that I
2: think here's 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 what's been a little bit of a generic history in my mind's eye without going and document it and what have you. I think by the third, slash, fourth game, depending on what it is and who it is, uh, the what ends up being the difference is a team that's got somebody that can score close to the basket, mm-hmm. be that a three-man that's always slashing to the basket, be that a power forward or a center. But I think by the time that third or fourth, that third depending on how many games there are three games and three games or four games and six days whatever it is by the time that championship game comes around the team that seems to have the easiest road to the to winning it all in the end is the team that's got somebody who can score close to the best you think about the best championship game probably in that tournament since we it's probably that Akron uh Kent State game that went into overtime. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, with, with Zeke Marshall yep. and Justin Green and those guys. I mean, that's what it came down to. And those guys those guys were shooting air balls, free throws. Remember that? They, they were so gassed at the end. <laughs> uh,
1: you know great. what? I, I I remember having to do the all-tournament team balloting like three times because that's that's what I remember, running back and forth trying to get the votes because right. the game wasn't over. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah yes. But, no, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yep.
2: You know, at, at the end of the game, it's like who could get the ball in the basket at the end. Now, granted, it was a, I think Marshall blocked the shot or somebody was a couple blocked shots yeah. that they ended up turning it. But even that, that's right by the basket again. You, you know, it wasn't somebody that's sitting there shooting darts or, or you know knocking down seven or eight three pointers or something ridiculous like that. You know, even the game that that uh, uh, the Walker kid had. Uh, at Kent State a couple of years ago, if you remember, he hit some three pointers, but really the bulk of his scoring was just driving it through the basket
0: mm-hmm, yeah. and
2: and hitting some wild acrobatic shots and going hitting hitting a bunch of free throws. Well, so it's, yeah,
0: it's, I mean it's so. Go ahead, go ahead.
2: No, I'm saying so. I think you know as as the tournament goes on, that's what you look for. That's what I look for. Who's got a guy that that's putting you know that's getting. And I'm not saying they're the leading scorer. I mean, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Hall wasn't the leading scorer for, uh, uh, Kent State that year they went. Yeah. But he, he was definitely a productive scorer and a solid scorer, and they had to, had to, uh, uh, you know, counter for him. Uh, but, and again, that's somebody close to the basket. Zeke Marshall, like I say, when Akron went, you know, he definitely wasn't identified as a guy that could score, big time score. you know. He, you know, nobody identified him with 20 point games. Yep. But in a situation like that, you know, you got to have somebody that can turn around and put the ball in the basket from seven to 10 feet away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even we talk about Buffalo over the last few years. I mean, Nick right. Perkins, uh, the six, I mean, three times six man of the year. I mean, that's the type right. of guy that could pound you down yeah. low and get get to the basket. Yeah, pound
2: so. down low or short corner jumper or elbow jumper, eight, ten. You got to have somebody that can do that. Absolutely. Uh, the kid the kid that uh, Toledo lost to injury a couple years ago that was the oh, All Mac player. I forget his name.
1: Oh, Trayson uh, uh, Fletcher. Oh, yeah.
2: Fletcher, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's that kind of guy. You know, just right around the elbow, right around the free throw line. Somebody that can get you the eight footer, the 10 footer, pretty consistent. You got to have that. And like I say, as the tournament goes on, you know college basketball now it's all three pointers and dunk but i still think you need to have that guy that can that can get you some points you know within five to ten feet of the basket
0: absolutely well
1: like like you said it's gonna be interesting no matter what there's there's so many teams that once we get to tournament play uh, in this league more so than a lot of years that that could win this thing and if they get that guy that you're talking about that's either right. you've talked about two different of guys. The guy that gets really hot, like Jalen Walker or uh the guy from um Ohio uh Armand Bassett has Armand oh, Bassett was a right. guy who, you know, they just got caught on fire on tournament right. uh during tournament week. Uh if you have that kind of guy or that guy down low, if you have a guy yeah. like that, I think yeah, like you said, you you have a chance to win the tournament, and go to the NCAA tournament and it's right. it's they're gonna
2: t- be the toughest back tournament games, the wildest games are the first round games. Yep. After after the first round games you can almost start picking and choosing pretty pretty easy. But the first round games are on tournaments, you know, that again, that's why I think it's better to have those, you know, at the at the queue as well. Uh but uh the first you know, first round it is what it is. First First-round, those games are the wild ones. Even the year you were talking about with Armand Bassett and whatever, if you go back and remember they were lucky to get to the Cleveland. Yeah. They 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 won on the last. I think it was some kind of weird shot at Ball State. They only won by one point at Ball State, and then ended up blowing through the tournament from right. there. Yeah. Uh, so, like I say, those first round games, those are the wacky games. The the game. Uh, uh, what was it? The uh, uh, we were talking about Kent State a minute ago. The year that they went their first round game. Remember that. That went into overtime with Central Michigan. Central Michigan had the two, two of the top five leading scores in the country.
1: Yeah, I remember do remember. Yeah, that was with uh, uh, Keen, right? Yeah, Marcus Keen and yeah,
2: Keen and and Ray Ray. What was his name?
1: Uh, they they round yeah. uh,
0: yeah. Roundtree, Sim- Sean. No, no Simmons.
2: Uh, yeah. Rayson.
1: Oh, Rayson. Braylon,
0: yeah, Brandon Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got two guys averaging almost thirty points a game between them. That game went into overtime. I mean that that was a wacky game. Mm-hmm. That was a wild game. Uh, and and you know in the first round, open the round game, there probably not many people. I have to cover that game. Probably not many people saw. But that that game was as wild as you you can get.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, watching that.
2: Yeah. So you know those kind of things are are things that make the. Any tournament, MAC tournament, or otherwise special.
1: Yeah, and and speaking of that, the, kind of our last question before we get into like three little fun questions are: there's a, there's a lot of MAC alums here in the area, in the Cleveland area, and we know our schools and their fans. They, if they know that their school is going to be here in in Cleveland, they try to make it, or they might wait and see if they get to the semifinals or championship game to make it. But for people here in in Cleveland and all the alums, if they haven't been to a Mac tournament. Why should they come out to the Mac tournament?
2: Well, one obviously to to support your uh, you know, whatever institution you you graduated from. But, you know, the quote unquote, if you want to call it and talk about it a uh, quote unquote cheap date. That's, you know, you can't get much much better than that. I mean, you you can you're going to you're going to be entertained. You're going to be supporting your your school, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's enough around uh, downtown to, to lure you in to do. If you want to go to dinner, you can do that. If you're lucky, depending on when your team plays, if you want to leave that and go to a show, you can do that. I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, superlatives right. uh, that go with uh, being part of the MAC tournament along with the fact that if your team wins, you know, now you're encouraged to come back again.
1: Right, absolutely, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: you know, it's really, you know, I'm, I've always been somewhat surprised that, that uh, you know, teams uh, uh, don't get the initial bump. And I guess some of it because, uh, you know, it's just college basketball in general right now. Um, but, you know, that every team doesn't bring 1,500 fans with them. Yeah, Not for that per se, it, it just somewhat boggles my mind, but I'm old school.
1: <laughs> no, I think I, yeah. uh, for the reasons that you outlined, I, I don't see. I mean, I was in, in college, I couldn't wait for the tournament, uh, and I couldn't wait. I I knew I was going to be home, and uh, I, I planned my sometimes it was around spring break, and that was my yeah. spring break was going to the tournament. That's b- right. but way before I worked here, and uh. Well, not too far before I worked here, but still, you know, getting getting to go and whether it's your buddies or whether it's your father, you know, any anyone just yeah, coming down here, yeah. um, and, and exactly. enjoying the tournament, and yeah. and I think a lot of the reasons you outlined of uh, things to do in the area, that's a lot of the reason why we've been able yeah. to secure a lot of these NCA events. Um,
2: well, even you know, you know, if if you want to do something with your wife. Uh, uh that's a perfect opportunity to do it. If you want to do something with your coworkers, a couple of your coworkers, yep. and you know trying to bond or rebond or whatever or trying to do that's a perfect opportunity to do it. If you wanted to do something with 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 your best friends of all time, you know that you've yep. grown up with again, it's a great opportunity to do that so um you know i I just think it's it's something that that a lot of people should take advantage of a lot of people do but i think more should.
1: Yeah, and this year we're offering and introducing a new ticket. Uh it's called our hops and hoops ticket and we're offering a session so you're getting two, two games, games or or yeah. the championship game and uh for a session ticket and plus your first drink on us, any drink you want for 20 bucks. I don't know of a better wow. deal than that. So
2: that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not bad. You're gonna get two basketball games and a in a beer. I mean, you, yeah, you can't really beat that. But that's you know, trying to get in the in the community a little more this this past season with some marketing efforts. That's one thing, and they're they are selling, and I yeah. think they're gonna sell a lot more once people once kind know. of find out. You know, hey, right. I'm gonna to come to the quarterfinals and. I'm going to pay 20 bucks right. and then see if they, you know, either I have a good time and I don't care uh, who's playing or I'm going to follow my team and spend another 20 bucks the next day. I mean, yep, it's, right. it's really exactly. a, it's, it's a good thing that we're doing. Uh, yeah. and, and I, I love it. I think it's a, a no brainer for a lot of people who uh, want to support their school or just love college basketball and want to get ready for right. March Madness. All right. We got, Three questions here, kind of not quick fire, but three. Uh, the first thing that comes to your head. Yeah, type the of, first thing, um, and then we'll wrap things up here. Where, where's your favorite place in the MAC to cover a game? Basketball favorite game.
2: place. Favorite place to cover a game.
1: Uh, you huh. can you can take many factors into consideration. Whether it's <laughs> just the. Uh, you know, well, the venue, the uh the fan support, just you know, feeling in inside whatever venue that is and
2: Well, I'm I'm gonna go a little bit nostalgic. My my favorite place to cover a game would be Miami University, only because of Charlie Cole. Uh uh the, you know, the the behind the scenes stuff with with coach before a game, during a game, after a game, you know, it it's really over the years, was really one of the treasures that uh, that I had covering basketball in the conference. I mean, it was to the point where, you know, and and I had covered him when he was at Central Michigan. I had known him even before that when when we were both uh, 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 college-age a young, young adults when we were both when he was coaching at Yellow Springs uh, down in Ohio. So. You know, just a long way back, we do a lot of the same people, uh, you know, just some of the inside stuff of being able to talk to him, you know, little cold things. You you, you get a look during a game. Yep. You get him hollering across the court at you. You know, <laughs> nobody else would even know it. I, I remember uh, one game uh, with Akron. Uh, I'm down at a game, <laughs> covering a game with Akron in Miami, down at uh, in, at Miami. And the uh, radio guy from Akron uh, uh, leaned over to me and he said, what's Charlie mad at you about? Why is he hollering at you? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, what he, you know, he just didn't know that, that what it really was was we were trying to figure out where we were going to dinner. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> the the all-important questions, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, for me, you know, it, it was – just because of the memories and and whatever that go go with it, I'll say Miami University. All
0: right. Do you have a uh, favorite MAC basketball tournament moment?
2: Uh, I think we talked about it earlier. That that first day in Cleveland. Yeah. That, yeah. That's golden. I mean, you just can't you can't bottle that up and and open it up every year. I wish you could. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But, but that's something that's really that was really unique and special. And, you know, 20 years plus and people still talk about it.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I, I think uh, that day and then the thing that always sticks out to me was um, when Ohio won with that Leon Williams tipping the tipping the ball in oh, at the end of the game. Yeah, that's, I'll yeah, never yeah. – when someone asks me that, that's the first thing that pops into my head all the time. And that was just yeah, –
2: Because uh, I swear, if if you're like me, I swear that ball went up. It climbed climbed over the rim. It didn't go into the basket. It climbed up, went back up over the rim, some kind of way. Yeah, because it was below the rim. Yeah, it was definitely below (laughs) the rim. And somebody had a string and just pulled it through. From the no, you're exactly right. That is, and and I tell you what, just just from another side again, just because I know the guy involved and the people involved, that was so gut wrenching for Buffalo and for Reggie. And, and, uh, yeah. uh, uh, because they had such a great team. Not that OU wasn't, but man, that, that was, that was really, uh, uh, that was, and, and I remember all the fans from Buffalo that, remember they had come down in all those buses? Oh, yeah. They up, yeah, they had filled up like two or three sections up, uh, up above. It was really, you know, great for, or the bobcats and all that, but it was really, really that may have been one of the most gut wrenching losses I've, I've covered.
1: Yeah, uh, that in the- that was that's definitely one that sticks out uh, to me for sure. Um, and the last question here is just who who's the favorite? Your favorite Max student athlete that you've been <laughs> able to cover over the years?
2: <laughs> I don't even think folks remember, it, but I remember it. Paris McCurdy. Oh wow. Yeah, at at Ball State, and you you gotta ask the old timers, ask that guy, ask guys that've been around. Let me tell you, man, if you wanted to sit and hold a conversation with a guy, that would have you in stitches, <laughs> in stitches, you know. And you, you you'd be sitting there trying to figure out is he trash talking or is he just telling you it was it was Paris McCurdy. He was with uh, Ball State, uh, one of uh, Majeris first team that that went to the NCAA tournament. Uh, uh, Even to this day when you see him, and I've seen him around, he played in Europe for years. Uh, Was actually probably, uh, if you listen to Charlie and some of those other guys that knew him uh, in Detroit, the kid was from Detroit. uh, They said he was kind of like uh, Antonio Gates, hands down a better football player. Than a basketball wow. player, and he was a great basketball player. Hmm. Uh, uh, if you ever see that picture of, uh, 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 and I'm sure it's somewhere in the Mac office, the Ball State picture when they play Vegas, yep, when they almost knocked off Vegas, he's the guy tipping the ball in, okay, uh, and they lost by lost by a shot. Uh, just uh, but I'm uh, the guy was quick, quick thinker. Uh, like I say, a great basketball player, uh, in his own right, um undersized, but like I say, a very you know, in a lot of ways a lot like uh Ant and uh Antonio Gates. Um but he played basketball, stuck to basketball, played in year, for years. Uh if he, he ask folks the ball state about it, they still know yeah. about
1: it. I'm I'm planning on it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and I'm sure yeah. you could I'm sure you could probably write a book, to be honest, about different moments in this league and uh different guys that you've covered you you probably got story after story way more than us here <laughs> in our office you're you're out and about you know you're you're on the front lines of maction mm-hmm. uh you have been for years and um you know we what, uh we'll go ahead my
2: favorite, one of my favorite quotes and i can't remember the kid who said it but it was a big kid post player at toledo uh and i forget i even forget who they played it was one of the years The tournament was in Toledo, and Toledo, the Tito Toledo lost, and the kid came into the post game, (laughs) and people were talking to him and asking what he thought about the loss, and he said, "We lost magnificently."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man,
2: yeah, just just little things like that that kind of stick in your mind.
1: Absolutely. Well, we uh, thank you once again for coming on talk uh, hoops with us uh yeah. we we look forward to seeing you at yeah. uh rocket mortgage field house it's still tough to get that all out um i've been so <laughs> yeah, used to the queue, cool. but it is yeah. a mouthful but uh yeah we we look forward to another exciting tournament seeing you there and um you never know we're, we're trying to find some time where we could bring someone on actually during the tournament but As you know, easier said than done once you get there and we got running around a million directions.
2: I'll I'll, I'll take care of my business today. I know you've been looking for it, so I've been putting it off, putting it off. But I'll take care of my business today, and I'll be there.
1: Sounds good. Thanks, Elton. We appreciate it.
2: Take care.
0: We once again want to thank Alton Alexander for joining us on the Call It Some Action podcast. And we want to thank you guys again for uh, tuning in uh, this week. Like we said, we are super excited to give you uh, two shows again this week. We know yeah. we've been uh, super busy uh, just handling a lot of stuff uh, around this time. It's, uh, it gets pretty crazy with all the overlap in sports and stuff. So we appreciate you guys uh, hanging in there with us as we try to work through a lot of stuff. Um, anything you want to add, Jeremy, before we, before we leave these uh, these people for the weekend?
1: No, just a uh, great interview with Elton. Uh thought, again, that he gave some good insight. Oh, he gave some predictions yeah. there that, you know, again, we mentioned it on the show that we we tend and need to stay neutral. Yep. And that's fine. Uh, but to hear from someone that's been following the league, kind of their thoughts, that's fun because that gives a – uh Reason maybe for some people listening to debate that
0: yeah and well it uh, gives it a little bit of a, a fandom taste to it yeah for, for yeah. me and you so that I, I liked it yeah I liked and so his, his uh, just rattling off the
1: the players and the teams that he feels are a good shot to to win it and that might change in a six game span uh, with how this it'll conference is in, it'll change in two games yeah <laughs> you exactly really never but know. Uh, to hear that and to hear him just talk it brought back memories of him going to past tournaments and to talk about coach Coles and all that. So it was really cool. And just uh, another step, uh, just hearing Elton and how long I've worked with him, uh, just another voice along with when we saw the arena of like, uh, it's, it's tournament time hearing that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, ready for uh, tonight's game I'm ready for this weekend's games on the men's and women's side and see what happens yeah let's get after
0: it all right we want to thank you guys once again for listening we'll be back next week uh, with hopefully uh, two more episodes for you once again you can uh, follow us on Twitter at call to action uh, be sure to get all your information through all of our sports at Mac sports on Twitter and Instagram so uh, until next time Jeremy let's uh, get some action get some action.